Welcome to Noble Bereans, your weekly short Bible study that dives into the scriptures in a meaningful way in just a few minutes each week. I'm your host, Steve Sanders. We are nearing the end of this study on the book of Ruth, and today we are going to see how the elders at the gates of the city replied when Boaz declared his intentions to redeem Naomi's land and to marry Ruth. This is our 16th episode on our study on Ruth. And really, I've learned a lot as we've gone through this whole study. Each week, I've frankly appreciated what the book has continued to build on as we've gone through this up to this point of climax. If you are new to this podcast or if you haven't heard the rest of this study, you really probably want to go back and start with the episode on October 3rd, 2019, where this all began. Last week, we read how Boaz handled the would-be redeemer of Naomi's land, ensuring that Ruth isn't left behind and that Malon's name does not die out. The closer relative was keen to redeem the land, but then he declined it when he found out it was a package deal and there was a requirement to take Ruth as a wife. Of course, this is exactly what Boaz wanted, as he had already committed to Ruth that he would marry her, but it appears he felt compelled to go about this properly, retaining his honor. Today, we are beginning in Ruth chapter 4, verse 11, as we continue the story. As always, I'll be reading from the net version today. All the people who were at the gate and the elders replied, We are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman who is entering your home like Rachel and Leah, both of whom built up the house of Israel. May you prosper in Ephrathah and become famous in Bethlehem. May your family become like the family of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah, through the descendants the Lord gives you by this young woman. As I mentioned last week, I think there is a possibility this entire encounter at the gates of the city in front of the elders was a shrewd way for Boaz to redeem or take possession of Naomi's land while taking Ruth to be his wife. After the other kinsman redeemer declined to take Ruth, Boaz called the elders of the city to affirm what they've seen and heard as witnesses and they oblige, which effectively seals this transaction for the land and the taking of Ruth in marriage. The Hebrew word here for elder does mean elder or older man. The Aramaic Targum, however, the Targum of Ruth, refers to these elders as the Sanhedrin, which is probably also accurate. Now, you might wonder what this means. The Sanhedrin were the leaders of the community from a religious, civil, and a criminal perspective. In other words, by Boaz taking it before these elders, there was no higher human authority to dispute it in the community. The elders then go on, after affirming this, to bless Boaz and Ruth with a four-part blessing. That Ruth be like Rachel and Leah, that Boaz prosper in Ephrathah, that Boaz become famous in Bethlehem, and that Boaz's and Ruth's family become like the family of Perez. First, the elders blessed Ruth, that she be like Rachel and Leah, the matriarchs of the house of Israel. Now, there's an interesting tidbit here that requires us to dive deeper than the English words, both of whom, as it's used here, is an odd word in Hebrew. The root word in Hebrew is a feminine word meaning two, but the suffix meaning them is actually masculine. So the conjugated word meaning two of them is appropriate, but the mixture of a feminine root and a masculine suffix is grammatically wrong especially since there's a feminine suffix that could be used. There are really many varying opinions on this, 
but it may be conjugated this way to demonstrate how Leah and Rachel took on a prominent, proactive role in the building of the house of Israel in this patriarchal society. For example, they named most of their sons, a role typically taken on by the father. And in this case that we're talking about today, Ruth has taken on a prominent, proactive role, insisting to stay with Naomi instead of going back to her family. She then fulfilled Naomi's instructions so as to win Boaz over, providing security for her and carrying on Malon's name. Second, the elders bless Boaz to prosper in Ephrathah. Now, Ephrathah is an interesting word, too. It's another name for Bethlehem, but in Hebrew, it means fruitfulness or place of fruitfulness. They were probably using this word to signify not only the blessing of prosperity, but also the blessing of fruitfulness. And then we have prosperity, another interesting word. The Hebrew phrase here literally means to do strength or do strength. But it is widely thought to mean something like financial prosperity or to prosper financially. However, there's another meaning here that this set of words could have, which could mean reproductive fertility. So they could be both blessing Boaz and Ruth financially, but also blessing them this reproductive fertility, which of course would be a really big deal, especially in that day and time. The blessing then goes on to bless Boaz that he might become famous in Bethlehem. As already noted, this is the same city as Ephrathah. Famous is an accurate translation here, but it really gives a different picture than maybe what, what we ought to understand it to mean. The Hebrew here is literally called out name or someone whose name stands out. They were blessing Boaz that his name might be highly regarded and known by all. Not famous like we might think of as a movie star, but famous like we might think of someone who's highly regarded, that their opinion really matters, that they stand out in the community. The next blessing they gave him is that his family might become like the family of Perez, or Peretz as it would be said in Hebrew. Perez was the son of Tamar by Judah her father-in-law. Now, there's a whole other story there we're not going to get into today, but in essence, Judah was a surrogate father for his son, Er. It's hard to say what this blessing meant to those who said it, but it's not hard to see that Perez was blessed. He was an ancestor of Boaz, King David, and Jesus. He was also the most prominent of Judah's sons the tribe after which the Jews themselves are named. And even 1,200 years after his birth, we see his lineage well-known and seemingly flourishing in the book of Nehemiah. Though we don't know for sure why, it seems that Perez's name and his family was highly regarded at the time of Boaz, even one to be modeled after. Perhaps the most prominent and blessed citizens of Bethlehem were descendants of Perez. What a blessing Boaz and Ruth received from the elders of the city. There's really so much here that is really beyond just reading at that surface level. Next week, we're going to find that Ruth conceives a son by Boaz, and we're going to see the joy that this really brings, which shouldn't be a surprise. Next week may also be our last session in the book of Ruth, though it's likely that it's going to stretch out for two more weeks. Be sure to join in next Thursday morning at 6.05 a.m. Central Time in the U.S., to hear how the story begins to wrap up. Hello everyone, this is Easton, a member of the Noble Bereans team. The feedback we're getting on the podcast is great, but we need your help to get the word out to others. There are two things you could do to help. First, you can rate the show on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Or second, you can share the podcast with others. Many people still don't know how to listen to podcasts, and you can be the one that shows them how. 
The easiest way is to send them a link to podcast.noblebereans.com or you can show them how to use a podcast app on their mobile device. The show is on many platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We've also just started a Facebook group where some great interaction is happening. We'd love to have you join us there. It's at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Noble Bereans. This is Steve again. If you are liking this study on Ruth, I'm going to be publishing a study guide on the entire book of Ruth when we're done with the series. Now, I'm still working on that, so it's not going to come up as soon as we're done with the series, but it won't be long afterwards. You can get a copy of that by subscribing on our site, noblebereans.com. That's N-O-B-L-E-B-E-R-E-A-N-S dot com. Finally, join us again for our next episode, and until then, love like Him, live for Him, and reflect His light into this world. 